space does not equal danger, right? Or silence when you're out with friends doesn't equal danger. But to a woman that doesn't have her primal brain and trauma under control, that space can equal danger. Hello and welcome to the Feminine As Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to another episode. Obviously, I have a sore fucking neck and I just wish someone could be here right now and get this nod out. I don't know what I've done. Probably fucking slept weird or something. I don't know. Anyway, today, without further ado, we are talking about the difference between men and women dating. And I really want to like, I'm really going to be honing honing into like primal stuff, like how our brains operate, the difference between men and women. Firstly, this is like a teaser of what you're going to be getting in the new module in Be a Love and Not a Mother. And I'm not going to repeat myself. So this is going to be like pre-work for anyone in Be a Love and Not a Mother. You're going to have to like, you're going to have to listen to this episode before you um, come to the call because I'm not going to repeat myself. But then if you... If you're already in Be 11 on a Mother, then welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, and you don't need to do it because you're listening to it now. Okay, so that's all I have to say for the intro. So what I want to talk about today, guys, is something that I've been really noticing um, lately um, as we're all starting to date again, coming out of COVID. And like dating is fun, right? Dating is fun. And I'm enjoying, you know, this little bit of time that I have. And I've, I've been kind of exploring um, dating different people. So I've done some good market research for you all. And of course, I just love to continue the conversations with my male friends and whatnot about the difference between men and women. And I just like to ask some questions and be like, wait, what, what? And they're like, yeah, what are you fucking on about? And just like see the, the like communication differences is what they are. It's, it's, in, it's really entertaining. Anyway, so I want to put a disclaimer firstly that this is a generalization for masculine men and feminine women so the actions and everything that I'm going to be talking about are mainly for men and women that are not deeply conscious about everything because you know there's all this like conscious dating and I just fucking hate I really okay, I won't say hate I really highly dislike um when people are like yeah I'm in a conscious relationship <laughs> I can't even say it I just I just kind of vom a little bit because it just kind of has this energy of uh, like my relationships better than other people's relationship which I just like don't fucking like and honestly I think some people's conscious relationships can be fucking boring sometimes um because they have to like talk about everything and it's like over communicative and like you can't just like be like fuck me it's got to be some like sacred act and I'm like we don't all want sex to be sacred all the fucking time sometimes we just want we just want a good fucking bang because you've had a hard day at work in the end you don't need to make it mean anything um anyway so this is these this everything I'm talking about today is not for these deeply conscious people and the reason why I'm saying this is because the one thing that I noticed that's different with like the different kind of groups of men let's say is that when I talk to men about this stuff that are like into the work or of like you know a conscious quote-unquote they will be like 
no, like I'll sit down and have like a really long conversation with you, like, oh, and I'm like, okay, you're not quite getting it. And it's because they are like so self-aware, if that makes sense, that if something came up for them that makes them want to like get space, they, they've they like trained their brain to be like, no, expand nervous system, sit in the uncomfortability, la, la, la. So I just kind of want to put a disclaimer in here that like every man is different. So I'm making mass generalizations and this will just help you to understand yourself really as well, which is like the kind of the point of it. So men can listen to this and women can listen to this episode. So if any ladies that want their partner to listen to this, just put this on the living room or something or when you're in the car ride, they don't have to listen to it. Don't force them, of course, um, but they can. And they can also watch Be a Love and a Mother with you if, if you're joining the program. They don't have to, but they can. Okay. My men's program is coming in November. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. So also with these like conscious men, they will also likely have a much greater capacity for intimacy than mentioned. Um, the the one I mentioned in a little bit because they're so self-aware. So just listen with open ears, take what you feel like is relevant to your situation and the man that you're dating and then leave the shit that's not relevant. Okay. The end. Um, okay, so let's talk about our brains. So our primal brains are the part of us that is just worried about fucking, food, fighting, and fleeing. That's what our primal brains are constantly thinking about. Our primal brains do not take into consideration the things that our hearts take into consideration like compassion, love, warmth, tenderness, patience, trust. Yeah, our, our brains don't do that. Our hearts do. So our hearts or I actually don't even, okay, today I'm going to say like your primal self versus like your true self. So your true self is like you, the real, authentic, heartfelt you below all of the societal expectations and conditioning and your trauma and the games and all that kind of stuff, the real authentic you that isn't burdened by all of that shit on your back acts differently to your primal brain, okay? So when you're making choices from your primal brain, you're often trying to get relief from some kind of like tension or issue that you currently have that you're feeling because you don't know how else to deal with the issue. So for example, he hasn't texted you in a day, you feel tense, this, this is a woman's perspective, you feel tension in your body. So you try and get a relief of that tension by possibly going into an avoidant attachment style cue, listen to that, that episode, I'll get Sarah to put the link below about attachment styles. You might go, fuck this, I'm out, done, done, done. And you put yourself in an avoidant attachment style because that gives you a re- like a relief or you might be like, nah, he's a dickhead, fuck him, never talking to him again because that gives you a sense of relief or what you could do is you text him because you need that sense of relief and when he texts you back, you get the relief if that makes sense and that's your primal brain, not your heart because your heart would always have the answer. Your heart would either have the answer of baby doesn't like you or he fucking really likes you, he's just busy your heart has that answer. But when your primal brain is so ramped up, you can't listen to your heart because your primal brain is so loud. If that makes sense. Jelly, what fucking position are you in? I don't know. Um, Okay. So men's primal brains, the hunter, they are like wired for, their bodies feel totally fine when so totally safe basically when they're alone 
right? They're not going to have this like, I'm going to fucking die response go off in their brain when they're alone. And they are the leaders, the hunters, they're the protectors, the providers. That is how they're wired in their truest essence, okay? Yes, there is obviously also societal norms that proliferate that. And this has also been the way of man and women, man and the woman from like fucking Adam and Eve or whatever, whatever fucking thing you believe in, right? Let's just say like from the beginning of time, the man, the men have been the hunters and the women have been the gatherers. So it's really fucking like naive of us to just all of a sudden assume like we can just be whoever we want to be because like you can and our brain is still the same as what it was all those years ago. So you still have a part of you that's like, gonna be giving off these signals of danger danger will robinson if you don't know that show just don't worry about it it's called lost in space danger danger it's like an old show danger danger will robinson if you're a woman and you're alone walking down the street at night that's not you can't get rid of that if that makes sense like that's just part of our brain and our psyche anyway Okay, so that's so men's men's primal brains are like the hunter, right? They're wired for feeling okay when they're alone. Women's primal brains are wired for connection, intimacy, love, and safety in the masses. Safety in the masses. So we, our, no, not we. Our primal brains as women fear rejection. Our primal brains fear being alone. And when we have a threat of rejection, our brains are really fearing death. And that's why women will tend to be people pleasers more so than men because if we say no to a girlfriend or set a boundary and our brain starts going <gasps> and we start to get really triggered or really stressed or really anxious, that's because your primal brain is petrified of her being like, fuck you, we're not friends anymore. And then you getting rejected from the whole friendship group and then you being alone because if you're alone you die in the woods but we're always living in the woods so just by being aware of these things you'll start to be able to make better choices um if that makes sense for everybody so men and women whilst we both have the same desire for partnership and love we have different primal brains like i've just explained that can make us do things that our hearts are not necessarily wanting right so when a man is feeling stressed he'll want alone time but when a woman is feeling stressed she may want intimacy right or when you're in a really sticky situation right the woman wants intimacy to make her feel safe and the man wants space so if you're in an argument the woman wants more intimacy to feel like he's not going to leave me but the man wants more space to process so that he doesn't fucking resent you and then leave you right but what happens is that where like we can be bombarded by these primal instincts that we don't do what our heart knows we need to do so our heart could know you need to give him space babe you need to give him space but your primal brain gets really fucking anxious because your primal brain wants intimacy for safety and we're wired for safety like you're gonna do things that make you feel safe and none of this is making you a wrong person like if you smother accidentally when shit gets stressful that doesn't make you a bad person that just makes you a human being and you just want to become aware of it. That's all. Um, so what was I going to say? So because to a man, space does not equal danger, right? Or silence when you're out with friends 
doesn't equal danger. But to a woman that doesn't have her primal brain and trauma under control, that space can equal danger. And actually, it's so funny. Um, I was out on a like afternoon date with the guy that I'm seeing and he is much older. So he's quite self-aware of the difference between men and women and um we were watching we went to go watch the basketball yep with his friends was not my idea obviously anyway and I didn't really mind it I was really tired so I was happy to like not have to engage in that much conversation um and of course like the boys aren't talking like the men are just like chilling there and watching the footy and just like staring around the room and he kept like checking on me hand on thigh like you're good you're good and I'm like yeah I'm I'm good and he's like I'm just checking because like it's very funny like I, I it's funny when I date men that know what I do obviously know what I do because they get really inquisitive and we have just really awesome conversations about the difference between us and like what's happening in my brain what's happening in his and he was like I just want to check because like have you noticed that like we don't need to talk for everything to be okay and I was like yeah no I know like you guys are men and he's like whereas like if this was a table of chicks you guys would be like talking all the fucking time whereas all we have to be is like hey how's the kids like yeah good cool okay bye and then we just like stare at the basketball or just like drink our drink or like sit in silence I'm like I know it's fucking weird <laughs> it's a love it's not obviously weird I'm like yeah I know and he's like hence I'm just like checking on you so you know like I'm talking to you like we're all, everything's okay I'm like I really appreciate that like I, I yeah, I'm good thank you and um and just like for men to be aware of this like this is why this might be good for your partner to listen to and for be a loving on a mother for your partner to join in and he'll learn more if he joins my men's program in November but um it's just so it's an exhale it's a fucking exhale in your body when you're dating and a man understands a woman and you understand yourself and you understand men because even if ladies even if he doesn't um, understand women it doesn't matter because you understand him so you could have been on that date and the men might have been like not really talking and whatever but your primal brain would have, wouldn't have been going fucking berserk because he's not he's not talking to you because you would not take that personally because you're like oh it's a man right now obviously it's amazing when both of you kind of understand each other and obviously the perks of like dating older men um because they like have a bit more experience but in saying that you also will feel so much better just by understanding men I want to just preface if you're very self-aware you'll be able your brain will be not nearly as loud like if I'm if the guy that I'm dating says like hey I just need just like space for a few hours I'd be like okay because I'm so self-aware it wouldn't stress me out but if a dude said that to me a couple years ago I would get fucking I'd probably start crying I would get really stressed out so it's just it's about the, the level the level of self-awareness that you have is going to affect how intensely this, what I'm talking about, is going to be playing out, right? So women who are healed of like major traumas have a have pretty much an infinite capacity for intimacy. Disclaimer, you can still want space, right? But you know you'll want intimacy in a few days time or whatever. So we can like book in a lunch with our girlfriends, in two weeks time because we know that we will want to see them duh like obviously but for men they don't have the same infinite need for intimacy so often men are like well how do you know you want to see your friend next week for lunch and I'm like because I always want to see her and they're like but what if but like how do you know I'm like well I always want to we always have something to talk about we I always want to see her right but you saw her last week yeah but I'll want to see her again next week And so men, on the other hand, 
they don't have this same intense need for intimacy all the time, which is why sometimes women get frustrated when he hasn't, you know, booked in to see her in three days time or booked in to see her next week. Because in his brain, he's like, well, I don't know whether I want to see her next week. And then I'll text you a day beforehand and then be like, hey, you're free tomorrow night. And you're like, are you fucking serious? I have booked plans. But he didn't know he wanted to see you until he gets this hit of like, oh, I want Monica vibes. Now, this is in the beginning of dating more so. And everyone has their own kind of vibe, right? If you really like someone, you're going to know that you're going to want to see them, right? Every man is different. So it takes with a grain of salt. Okay. Is that right, Franks? Yeah. So every man has different sex with a grain of salt because bottom line is being a high value woman, you also want to be dating a man, ladies, that knows he wants to see you next week, right? However, if he doesn't plan the next date on the date that you're currently at, that doesn't mean he doesn't want to see you again. He just might be waiting for that hit of like, oh, I want to see her again. Let's see what she's doing on Friday. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, men don't have this thing in their head where like communication equals safety. Women have communication equals safety. So like the more we talk, the safer the container is, the safer the relationship is, the safer I feel, the more secure I feel. If we don't talk, I don't feel secure. This can even be with girlfriends. If you're out with girlfriends for lunch and you guys don't really talk, you'll leave being like, oh, maybe we don't really get along. That was weird. Like, I don't think she likes me. Maybe she's angry at me. Is she pissed off at me? Did I do something wrong? That's what your brain will do. But to a man, you can be on a date and you guys don't talk that much. And he'll be like, fuck, that was an awesome date. Holy crap. I really like this chick. And you'll leave being like, I don't know whether we vibe. Oh my God, we barely talk. I don't think he likes me. And he's like, oh, I really like her. Because communication doesn't equal safety. Doesn't It doesn't equal connection to most men now again if he's really into the work then yes talking will have a much bigger role for that connection but if you don't talk even for guys that have done all the work if you are sitting there together and you don't talk for five minutes his brain isn't going isn't sounding the fucking alarms whereas your brain will be sounding the fucking alarms okay that's like the more of like the bottom line like overarching i big example like that will literally suit every dude in there um okay what was I gonna say um also if he doesn't text you every day that doesn't mean he's not thinking about you and interested they just don't have in their brain communication equals everything's all right so he could totally be thinking about you right but if he doesn't really like have anything major to say to you he might not text you right? Obviously it's nice for the dude that you like to text you to just be like, Hey, what's up? Like check in, right? It's a nice feeling hundred percent. And you can ask for that for like as a need. I've done that before and it goes down very well. Like, yeah, sure. I can do that. Right. And then they text every day, just like thinking about you or whatever. And that's really nice to hear. And it doesn't mean they're not thinking about you. It doesn't mean they don't want to see you again if they haven't texted you. It doesn't mean anything right to a woman. It can mean a lot though. It can mean a lot. Um, like even if you haven't talked to a girlfriend sometimes for a week, you're like, shit, I'm really bad friend. I really need to text her, but you don't need to. But, and that's because the reason why our brains do that is because the, like us communicating means everything's okay in the friendship, but to men, it's not necessarily the same thing. Um, okay. Another thing also is that men and women have different amounts of white and gray matter in their brains. I said this before. So men actually have 6.5 times the amount of gray matter than women do. And women have 10 times the amount of white matter compared to men. 
all this is basically saying is that this is why women will be quote unquote more emotional and men more logical now obviously there's very logical women and they can be very logical men I'm not denying that what I'm saying is that our brains do have a difference and it's silly for us or it's silly for you to assume that you are dating someone with the same brain. Unless you're dating someone with this, that, that's the same sex as you, you ain't dating someone that's the same as you. You're dating someone that has a very different process that goes through his head, right? Very, very different. Now, also things that are going to influence everything and how you relate to someone is obviously trauma, upbringing, belief system, values, etc. For example, I was having this conversation with a dude the other night. For example, I trust people very easily. I trust people until proven guilty. And I don't really fucking know where that comes from, to be honest, because maybe the fact that like my parents have always been around and I can trust them. I don't really know where that fucking comes from because I've had so many situations in my life where I like couldn't trust people. Um, But the way that my lack of trust would show up would be more of a fear of abandonment is how that would come up for me you might and then um, what I was saying this what I was explaining to this dude is that and then he and this is very common with men is oh I don't trust you yet like you got to build the trust right so I am trustworthy until proven guilty and other people can be you got to build the trust and that is also going to be and men are very much you have to build the trust a lot of women that I know is trustworthy until proven guilty. Sometimes I'm a bit too trustworthy, to be honest. Like, I really fucking am sometimes. I don't really want to change it about myself, though. I like it. Like, that's not a big deal. Um, but what I'm saying is that your upbringing will also affect how you shop in a relationship, obviously. Okay. Um, so what was I going to say? Also, like I said before, social norms um, also will influence and play a role, like, obviously. And still even with all the social norms, even with social conditioning, even with all that stuff, you want to understand how men communicate differently to women, whether it's brain differences or whether it's like, whether it's influenced by their primal brain or whether it's influenced by society. It doesn't matter. It's still super fucking helpful to understand this. So for example, men date. (gasps) Women don't date women get into fucking relationships three dates oh we're together and we start to expect things right we start to expect things because we are emotional beings and we like to get attached and very often we don't get attached to that person we get attached to the situation we get attached to the fun that we have and all the oxytocin and dopamine that happens on going on fun dates We get attached to how safe we feel when we're with him. We get attached to them protecting us and providing for us. That's what we get attached to. And it's not really him, right? I've caught myself with this. It's like, we've got on like, we've been dating for like two months, right? And I'm like, I really, really like this dude. But the reality is, it's not really him. It's a fucking situation. I like the dinners. I like the texts. I like the sex. I like the sexting. I like the morning messages. It's not really him. And this is why, depending on who you are as a person, if you fall in love pretty easily, it can be really nice for you to be fucking disciplined with yourself and to really get to know the person almost like a friend beforehand, before lust and the googly eyes get in the way. And my best relationships have been the relationships where I have been 
in a friend situation where there hasn't been any dopamine, any oxytocin um, in this situation. And so I have fallen in love based on the friendship and I'm not wearing these rose colored glasses. So that would be something to just like note for you guys. What was I saying with that? Um, oh yeah. So notice whether you, it's, whether it's a situation that you're in or whether it's actually him, because the reality is if you've gone on five dates with someone, you don't really know them that well. Like, you know, you're probably fucking drunk for half of them anyway. So you can't remember it. I know I am. New York <laughs> doesn't really help either. Um, and me being a fucking lightweight. Seriously, guys, one margarita and I'm dead. Okay, not dead. One margarita and I'm tipsy. Two, and I will not remember chunks of the night the next morning. It's honestly an issue. I don't know why. Um, I'm like, and I'm not getting like any more of a heavyweight the more that I drink in New York. I think I think I've boiled it down to like I'm just so in tune with my body that I'm so sensitive to like substances. Anyway, um, totally side point. So the point of the being is that men date when we get into relationships. So men, you know, four dates in, yeah, like I'm just getting to know her. Like I still don't really know that much about her. They're very like, I'm, you know, I'm getting to know her. Whereas women, we're just like, no, I love him. And you don't even know his fucking middle name. So just be very mindful of making sure, excuse me, that you are dating and not just getting into a relationship. And I... Um, like I, I'm telling you this because I really had to learn this for myself um, and like see this. I had to see this of like, wow, men would be like, yeah, I'm getting, like I asked my dude friends and the way they would respond is like, I'm getting to know her. Like, she's cool. I'm getting to know her. And I'd be like, okay, so you don't know whether, whether you like her yet. Well, like I obviously like her as a person, but like I'm still getting to know her. And it's kind of like, I became very aware of like, wow, yeah, you're getting to know someone just because you're sleeping with them and making out with them and they're spending time with you. It doesn't mean that you guys are, you know, anything more than getting to know each other. Like there hasn't been a label put on it, obviously. And I just really hope this is like learning, like getting to fucking know each other, right? It's a good like mindset shift to have for yourself if you're a woman that just kind of like dives on in. Um, also, the last thing I want to mention to you guys, and then I highly recommend for further expansion on this, uh, joining Be a Love and Not a Mother, because it's going to be a lit fucking class that we're going to do in my new apartment vibes. Um, okay, so when it comes to our dating, our primal brains will often hunt down our quote unquote type. And anyone that isn't our quote unquote type, we will weed out if we're relying as, as though we're like relying on fucking love at first sight. So what I mean by your type is that your type is like the person that they're walking down the street and you're like, oh my God. And you'll often get addicted to this type, right? So then you got to be very aware of it because if you get addicted to this type, then your primal brain will much more likely to be running the show and you'll be more likely to be more anxiously attached or to not see red flags or to not take things slow or to lose yourself or to man please or to uh, just kind of like change yourself a little bit, right? 
compared to dating someone that isn't necessarily your type. So therefore you're more yourself, you're more authentic, you're more just all of you. You don't really give a fuck as much. You're not you're not nearly as like attached or smothering or anxious and you don't feel like you lose yourself at all or lose your energy at all in um, the dating process, right? So for example, if you're on a dating app and like, uh, this is kind of where the problem can also lie with these is that you're way more likely to be interested in a dude that looks like he can provide for you and protect you. And we all have a different type, but your type is going to be this dude that can provide for you and protect you. And, and generally it's similar to dad. So my type is tall investment banker. That's my type, right? That's my type of, uh, dude so and it's, it's it can't it's not just like one of it it's like all of it it's investment banker it's dark features and it's tall and I'm dead like fucking deceased but if he's an investment banker and blonde hair I'm more chill about it I'm like oh you're blonde <laughs> not oh you're blonde but like it's not as much my type which is a good thing or if he is what's another example uh, if he's like a tennis coach or something and dark features then um, then he won't necessarily be as much my type, right? So whatever. Point being is if you're on a dating app, you're way more likely to swipe right. Yeah, way more likely to swipe right um, to a dude that is, you know, that says, you know, um, investment banker, six foot five, he's a big build and he's got dark features, right? Like, and, oh, Jeez. and lots of tattoos that's this we're just describing my type right now you know way more likely to you know be interested in in that dude and also because based on his appearance according to your type he can quote unquote provide and protect so your primal brain goes right on in there right and then you're fucked. And there's nothing wrong with this, I want to say. There's nothing wrong with this because you actually could be totally fine. You could be dating your complete type and you could be showing up fully as your authentic self, X, Y, and Z. And if that's you, fucking amazing because I don't know one girl that does this. Do not know one. So that's just FYI. Um, What was I going to say? So you just want to make sure that you're aware of this. You do not want to make your primal brain wrong. You want to be aware of it so that you can make better choices. So the men that I've had the longest relationships with have not been my type. They haven't been my type. And I first had to get to know them before I even knew if I liked them and therefore the love grew. So I'm a very physical person, which means that when I see someone, I can straight away be like, yup. What that also means is I can see someone and be like, nope. But those nope situations have turned out to be some of the best situations because all the ones where I'm like, mm, like a couple of my longest relationships have also been like, mm, um, well, they had some of the things that I like, but not all of them. So I was like open. I was attracted to them, but it, it was I either started off as a friendship and then it went down the direction or it was just like slow right? It was just slow. There was time apart. There was like us doing our things or there was like distance, like physical distance. So um, we weren't seeing each other as often, but it was a really good thing because what that meant was that I really got spent time to get to know them. And what I love about technology is that I got to know these dudes very often over the phone in our 
you know, time apart where we were like distant from each other physically. So I really got to know them, their soul, their fucking mind, their spirit, their hearts. And I fell in love with that aspect of them, not the physical aspect of them. And that's beautiful because I wasn't addicted to them. It's this energy then where they could be like, no, I don't want to be with you. I'd be like, okay, because I'm not hooked and addicted to them. I am like, I love their soul and their personality and them, if that makes sense. And it's this weird thing where when that's the case with someone, you're not like anxiously attached to them you don't have your fucking like fucking claws in them and they could just be like yeah I'm not really interested and you'd obviously be bummed but because you haven't lost your joy in them or because you haven't gotten addicted to them or like lost yourself in them or pretzeled yourself for them they're not your source of joy right let's let's reflect ladies or men how many times like this also relates to men just swap it for like female types right and female like things how many times ladies and gentlemen have you fucking dated someone where their texts will change your whole day right or their lack of texting will change your whole day that is a fucking sign that you're attaching their joy your joy to whether they show up for you or not not the good thing to do and if you haven't already gotten my attachment styles masterclass in my bundle I actually have a bunch of exercises in there that I show you guys in that masterclass for unhooking and bringing your energy back to you and for all of you that have done it you guys have given me the most amazing feedback and you just fucking love those exercises so that that masterclass wasn't just like me telling you things it was actually me giving you things so that you can heal your attachment style so I would start that as like one of the number one places before you um, like even join Be Loving on a Mother or get both if you want to join Be Loving on a Mother because I won't I won't do the same thing in Be Loving on a Mother but they, that that masterclass complements Be Loving on a Mother so fucking well I just want to say um, okay uh, I think that's basically what I want to say to you guys today yeah that was kind of a weird ending but whatever Jelly is dead on the sofa. I don't know. He's been like really tired lately. Anyway, so guys, I'm going to be going over this in so much more depth and be a loving on a mother in the new dating module of the difference between men dating and women dating and just more communication stuff for men versus women. Um, and I highly recommend that you guys join. It is one of my lowest offerings um, in terms of my program. So I would get on in there and it is different content to Queen Alchemy in case any of you are wondering. Every program has different content. The only program that overlaps is Queen Alchemy and MMM Level 1. MMM Level 1 is like basically the same stuff as the money module in Queen Alchemy. It's just like separated and like put into like more digestible chunks. Like honestly, you could get both, but you don't really need to get both. Um, there'd be like an overlap of content, but MMM level two is different to the money stuff in, in the other modules. So um, I would really recommend that you guys come. It's going to be a fucking vibe and I will not be doing this um, again until November is the next time I'm opening it. So it is now or never. There'll also be a price increase up to just over a thousand dollars in November because I'm going to be adding in more modules. Um, you, if you join this round though, it's $777. If you join this round, you will get um, access to the November content that goes in that goes into the 
program without an extra cost. So just FYI. Um, cool. I will love you and leave you guys. Please share this on your pod on your podcast. Please share this on your Instagram story to spread the love, especially as we're all out in the dating game now. And I will see you guys in Be Love Another Mother for way more depth and juiciness and tools, 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 so that you can be your best fucking self in the dating game.